What is up, party people? I told you I was going to do another episode because I missed last Thursday. And I keep my promises, slightly, most of the time. But uh, what's up? Welcome back to the Meta Killers Podcast. Um, as you can see, I, I have an ad now, which is crazy. And that's all you, thanks to you guys. Like, without your support, I can't make, like, anything from this. And anything is, like, cool <laughs> with me. So I just do this for fun because I love talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! So um, I'm just going to start with a little bit about Yu-Gi-Oh! for me this week. Still preparing for Richmond, but I might have a change of plans here. So originally I was going to take Flunder because it's probably like my best deck and my most complete. However, I wasn't expecting everyone at my card shop to open like eight cases of uh, Ghosts in the Past. So now they have all the stuff I need for Code Talkers. And I was like, you know what? How many people actually know what my deck does? And I'm hoping that gives me a little bit of an advantage. So I'm going to try to take Code Talkers to see if I get everything. I don't know if I can get everything by then, and that would suck because Sunday's the regional and I would have to get everything Saturday. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what I try. We'll see if I can just have some fun with it, you know. Get some wins, you know, just for fun. But uh, first cool road deck I've seen recently, or it's getting upgraded, is Dinomorphia. Um, I played it for a while, and I talked about it I think a little bit last episode where I thought like, hey, I feel like you're always on the losing end. Well, I still agree with my statement. I'm, I'm going to hold my statement true. I, I still believe you're on a losing end, but the new support helps. And guess what? It's not secrets, boys. It's not secret rares. I was I was wholeheartedly believing they were going to make the fusion trap a, a secret and they were going to make Rextrum a secret. But they're like, nah, just ultras. And I'm like, wow, really? Like, that that's kind of crazy. Like, making it a little bit more low rarity. But I guess the set is going to be kind of nuts. I mean, Pendulum support. I mean, they're basically getting another Electromite, but just not as good, which is good. I Electromite can come back to one, in my opinion, but well, that's another day. That's another topic, you know. But honestly, I'm really looking forward to this new set. And I mean, I think it's like two weeks away. So the meta is really shaping up currently. And I think I wanted to talk a little bit about that today because I'm seeing a lot of new trends that I'm interested in. And I think a lot of you guys are interested in. And I was going to do like average Yugi Tuber 2 tier list. Um, but I wanted to give some extra points because some of my opinions are probably not like the others. Um, because, you know, coming from a different locals and a different perspective, I feel like I can see a couple decks that are actually better than most people give them credit for. But I also see a lot of decks that are not what people give them credit for. <laughs> Invoked. But... Um, that's aside, let's get into it. So, I have Tier 1, Tier 1.5, Tier 2, our favorite category, Rogue, and D for Dick. This sucks. Don't play this. Actually, play it. Don't don't let them not tell you not to play it, you know? Um, this was made by Aurora Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, follow him. He's really cool. Uh, get him up to like 400 followers or something. 
Uh, it's uh, at A-U-R-O-R-A-Y-G-O. But anyways, we'll start with our first deck, Dinos. Okay, unpopular opinion, Dinos is tier two. You heard me say it. I honestly think that Dinos is really good right now. Like, extremely good. I feel like it's one of those... I It kind of reminds me of uh, Fluanderies, and it's like an anti-meta like deck. It's such a board-breaking deck. I mean, there's not a lot of decks that can go second right now. Like, the only decks I can think of that like can consistently go second are maybe Sword Soul and Despia. Like, all the other decks that I'm seeing right now can't really go second very well. And I think to be able to go second, like Dinos, and be able to play, like, the high-impact cards, like Dark Ruler No More, they can main deck Token Collector, which is huge against the Adventure Engines. I think, I, I honestly think, if the meta keeps shaping up like it will, I honestly think I could move Dinos up to Tier 1.5. Like, I think it's, a lot of people put in Rogue, but I really think it's at that Tier 2 spot. I think it does everything you want a deck to do, but more. And I mean, it's pretty consistent. The only thing it sucks is you do Brick, like, a little bit with Dinos. Like, I play Dinos. Uh, I saw the Chalice Slime monthly list that won. I'm not really all with the Adventure Dinos. I'm not too, like... I don't know a lot about that, but I do know I play DPE in mine, and DPE is great for popping babies, for popping like anything you need to get to. It's like perfect for the deck. It adds like an extra layer to it. But, anyways, on to the next one. Invoked. Um, invoked. I'm gonna. Okay, we'll we'll say it like this. Invoked Dogmatica Shadal. I want to say is in Rogue. However, branded Dogmatica Shadal, Invoke Dogmatica Shadal, might I say, is tier two. And here's my reason. It's good, and it does stuff, but, like, I mean, Winda's a good card, but, like, Winda Pass is not going to win you games. Like, people are playing so many hand traps, board breakers, like, they're going to get to their engine pieces, and they're they're going to get rid of the window, and they're going to play. Like, Winda Pass does not do anything. <laughs> Megaba Pass, not going to do much for you. Like, especially when Super Poly, like, just imagine, Super Poly, bang, your whole board's gone. What are you going to do now? Like, that's the big thing with Invoked. But Brandon Invoked, I think, makes the deck ultimately better because you end on like a bigger board you end on like more like interaction with your opponent rather than just like megaba pass or megaba ecclesia set dogmatica punishment or set schism pass you know well despia tier one who saw this coming wow it's almost like they printed an overpowered structure deck Wow. Yeah, there's just nothing. When when it's like pretty much 50%, almost 25-30% of top gut, and it's 1-2 ICSs so far, it, it's tier 1. Honestly, it, it's just up there. 
I I really think that they have to do something. Yeah, I don't know what. Because the problem is is when Ghost from the Past 2 reprinted the Luber, everybody's gonna be playing that shit. Like everybody. Your grandma's gonna be like, Oh, did you see those new Alubers I picked up off TCG player for twenty bucks? Yeah, they're actually twenty bucks. Hold up. I think they're actually might be cheaper than that now. Because the thing is, is like all the ghosts from the past stuff is like dipping like hard. Um, here we go. A Luber, the gesture of Despian. And it's 23. That is nothing. That is really cheap. It was starting at like 40. And then it dipped. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty good. And all the other Despia stuff. The only Despia thing that's expensive right now is branded opening. But I mean... If you bought branded openings before, I mean, you've got what you need. Oh, well, Masquerade. Yeah, I was actually kind of mad about this because I sold my Masquerade for like $8. And now it's a $30 card. But yeah, I mean, yeah, Despia's Tier 1. Nothing you can say about it. Predaplant. This is an interesting one. Um, Honestly, I'll have to still put it in Rogue. I'm not sure. How much, I mean, this new support's good, don't get me wrong, but I, I can't tell you what's going to happen with it. It could either make this deck tier 2 and bump it up, or it'll put it down in the do not play this garbage. But I think for right now, I can safely put it in the rogue. I'm not too sure about the new support, to be totally honest, like I can't comment on that. But from what I've heard from other people, it's pretty good. Like, it's going to make the deck at least playable, right? Attic Nister. Ooh, do I hate Attic Nister, but do I respect it? <sighs> I'm just going to put it at the top of Rogue. Because here's the thing. The deck is great. The deck is really good. I'm not saying the deck is not good because it's really good. But the fact that it's not really... It doesn't really have, like, a point of interaction... It's like Towers Pass. Now, don't get me wrong. The Towers against Flunder kills it. You lose. Against a lot of decks, it's enough. But, like, for these top meta decks, it's not really beating the top meta decks with just Towers Pass. Now, what I would be interested in to see if they could create, like, another version of Adding Nister that plays a lot of, like, basically, like, Turbo into Access Code which is kind of what co-talkers are. But I would be interested because Adagnister has so many extenders. The whole deck is an extender to me. Like, there's this guy who's been playing Adagnisters at our locals for, like, almost an entire year now, and he annoys the living shit out of me. But, man, is he good with that deck, you know? Like, he extends, 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 like, nothing I've ever seen before. However, it does lose to hand traps. Like, D-Shifter obliterate. Like, you hit it with a couple hand traps, it's not playing too well. Sword Soul. Unpopular opinion. Tier 1. You heard it right. Tier 1. It's not Tier 1.5, like people are trying to argue. It is Tier 1. Um, Sword Soul is the most fair but consistent deck that I know. I mean, 
mix it with a 10e engine and it's getting there right i mean synchro baron synchro chichow pass with blackout is pretty good it's pretty good it's a lot of interaction and stopping your opponents from really playing and i mean sword soul the thing is is yes it loses to like a couple hand traps like token collector however the thing is is it's like to me it's one of those decks that it depends on the pilot because if the pilot is really good then this sword soul deck sword soul can beat despia can beat any other deck because it takes it kind of reminds me of ddd it doesn't take a mega mine like ddd but the better the the better the pilot the better the deck is and i think a lot of times that's why you see these people top because they're so smart with it and they've been playing the deck that they know how to kind of get to the spots they need to get to and get around what you're playing so I really think Sword Souls Tier 1. Drytron. Ooh, how do I feel about this? We'll go Tier 2 right behind Dynamos. Um, I think Drytron just got hit too much. It's good with the Megalith engine and a couple different engines they've had to use to substitute for not having an EVA. But I just don't think it can really compete with what people have nowadays. I, I think it's still Tier 2. I think it's better than adding Nister Invoked and Predaplant. But I just can't I can't give it Tier 1.5 or Tier 1. It's just not that anymore. It, it just it can't do it anymore. Outledge, Tier 1. You're going to hear a lot of people say it's Tier 1.5. It is Tier 1. Outlitch is set five monkey pass. Or the the Cybers build is Dagda Scythe DPE set five pass. Like when you can just set five pass and the great thing about Yu-Gi-Oh! is there's so many floodgates that this deck can play, like three skill drain, goes and match, rivalry, like doesn't even matter anymore when you just flip three three floodgates. I mean your opponent just loses. Like, nothing you can do. Like, you're just going to lose. And when you make a 3,500 attack beater, like, that doesn't help either. You know? And this this deck can outgrind any other deck I've ever seen. So, I mean, I think the only matchup that it really struggles with is maybe Despia Depending. But I think it just depends on the pilot. But I really do think that Outlitch is tier one. Flu Wanderies. Ooh. I'm going to say it is our first tier 1.5. Flunder is still a really good deck. But people are playing outs for it now in their side deck. Because Flunder is just... All the other decks that were they're playing that are playing right now at tier one have outs for it and they're prepared for it because Flunder is one of those sacky decks that'll just get wins just because. Like the deck is good, and I really think people underestimate it right now because they're not prepared. So most people are going into the event with a mindset of I'm gonna play Despia 
And then when some guy plays Flunder, you you got to think because the thing about Flunder is it honestly I love the deck because it's like the most unique out of all these decks. Like Outlet is set five monkey pass, Sword Soul is synchro spam with tokens, Despia is fusion off your opponent's board, but Thwanderies is like you don't use your extra deck and you're not going to special summon at all. But normal summon, all your monsters are banished. You have like an infinite loop. Like watching Eltlich and Flunder is like watching paint dry. It's pretty bad. That's just like the mirror matches. It's pretty bad. But I really think Flunder is tier 1.5. And I think depending on the format, it can either go up or down. It just depends on what people are playing at that moment. Because right now, I have to say it's tier 1.5 because people are siding in Necro World Banshee because they can send it off the branded fusion and put up Zombie World. And if you don't know, Zombie World is automatic loss for Flunder. Like, they just can't do anything. Because you can't tribute summon. And everything's considered a zombie. So, I mean, there's not much you can really do at that point. Sky Striker. Tier 1.5. A lot of people are going to say, no, it's tier 2, it's rogue. Sky Striker is still topping in regionals. I mean, I honestly think the deck can still do a lot. And without with no Imperial Order means the deck doesn't have like an inherent, like, yeah, you, you win because you flipped up a trap card. But I think Sky Strikers is a really cool control deck right now, especially with Adventure and DPE. It just makes it better. Now, some people are playing it without the adventure, and that's understandable, but I think the adventure DPE is probably the best version of the deck. I think that version beats out all the rest. The only thing about Sky, Tri- Sky Strikers is, is you have to play the deck perfectly. If you're not playing the deck perfectly, then you lose. Tri Brigade. This one's new. I'm going to put it tier 1.5 and i'm considering the branded version um branded tri brigade is interesting because it kind of mixes the two strategies but you can search a hand trap which is really cool i'm pretty sure it's a omni negate if i'm not hold up gotta do some research here we go um it's just a monster effect negate and it negates. That's pretty good. And it's from hand. That's really good. Um, I think this deck's really good. <laughs> Honestly, I'm almost tempted to put it in tier 1. But I just can't yet. I-, I just can't. I'm still a little stuck on it. Because I just want to see a couple more tops for it. I've seen a lot of people kind of top with it. In like the top 64. But I haven't seen a lot like get farther than that and that's what i'm waiting on virtual world man it's rogue as much as i'd love to say it's not rogue it's rogue and it sucks because i love virtual world like that's actually so that's actually the first like competitive deck i picked up um ever so i i really do love virtual world but it's just rogue right now I thought the adventure engine would help a lot, but it's just not doing much. Like it's really not like helping the deck that much. And I really think that it needs an opportunity to get something new. And I think here in this next set in Daifo, 
we're gonna have some new a new punk card and i think punk virtual world will be the norm with this deck coming forward because the punk level five is nuts and all the punk monsters are nuts i love punks i actually have like a bunch of punk monsters like collector rare because i just love it but i think that's going to be the new norm for virtual world heading forward prank kids tier one Ooh, where i want to put it up i'm gonna put it above eldritch and sword so i think it's the the, it's the second best deck um there's not much to say it's just a powerhouse when everything's a starter the adventure engine's there to insulate your plays i mean even with one meow meow moo it, it's still good and I think the real issue is, is it's not that Prank Kids is really, like, overpowered, overpowered. Because I don't think the actual engine is overpowered. I think the adventure engine just gives it so much advantage that it, it's just, like, you just have to play it. Like, a lot of people in my locals have been, like, picking up Despia and Prank Kids because it's just, it's so good that you just, you have to play it. Like... Every other engine with the adventure deck is like, yeah, it's good, and it does a lot for the deck. However, with Prank Kids, I think one of the big issues with it was hand traps. But if you have an Omni Negate and a Bounce before you even set up your plays, and then you can chain block all your plays, where, where can your opponent hand trap you? Nowhere. They can't hand trap you. So you're kind of stuck, honestly. So, yeah. Oh, I'm putting Virtual World above Predaplant and below Invoked. Yeah. Machina. Tier 2. You know what? Unpopular opinion, Tier 2. Um, it won a regional. I think it's a really good deck. Um, the only it, It's only going to get better here with Therions. So, I'm going to put it in Tier 2. I'm not too rehearsed in, like how like well it works together i would have to really like sit down and take a look at it but i think it's tier two every earth machine player i've played against is really good with the deck and like they're they're dedicated people man with all the combos they have to do they're dedicated all right let let them let them get basking a little bit of glory okay phantom knights unpopular opinion tier 1.5 look just because they're not popping up like in the regional finals or in YCS finals doesn't mean the deck's not here. It's good. I just don't think it's. I want to say it's better than Sky Strikers and better than Tri Brigade. I think the deck is still really good and I think it has a lot to bring. I just think it hasn't like get, been given the right opportunity yet. I think in the coming time. If it gets the opportunity to shine and it gets one more, like, end monster, I think the deck's going to be nuts. I think it's going to be really good. Do I think it'll ever be better than Despia or Prank Kids or Sword Soul? Mm, probably not. I mean, at one point it was. But I think for right now, I'm going to say it's tier 1.5 right behind Flunder. I do think Flunder's better, but I think it's still a really good deck that people are sleeping on. Dinomorphia, something we talked about today. It is going to be tier 1.5 for me. It's going to be above Sky Striker, behind Tri Brigade. 
Yes. Um, people are not giving this deck respect. And when it comes for you and it's time and you realize, like, oh, man, this deck's pretty good when it has a walking skill drain attached to it and it fusions from deck. And, I mean, it's a really good deck. Like, people are sleeping on it. I mean, I can't say this because I do think that once it got rid of that support, you know, you always are playing at a disadvantage. But I think with this, you can end games now. And I think that was the one thing it was missing in the deck. And then also, with Psychic and Punisher coming, that card is nuts. And it's going to make this deck even better. I, I think it's going to be really good. And I think you should start picking up your stuff now because, okay, let's see right now. So Thursia was the one that got expensive. Right now, Thursia is at 18, which isn't awful. 18 is pretty good. Um, considering at one point it was like almost 30. But pick your stuff up now. I just pick it up now, you know. Rocket Dragon Link. Dragon Link, tier 2, above... I'll say it's above Dinos. It's the best tier 2 deck. Um, Not much really to say. It's Dragon Link. Konami just likes sucking off Dragon Link, man. They, they just give Dragon support whenever they want to, whenever they feel like it. They're just like, oh yeah, here's a new broken Dragon. Go for it, guys. Like, go for it. You know? it. And, and with the adventure in DPE, it makes it even better. Um, we have a couple new Dragon Link players, uh, Adventure Dragon Link players, and the deck's still good. Like, it still puts up boards, it still does what it needs to. It's not more of a, it kind of reminds me more of a control deck now. It's not really meant to, like, end you in one turn or, like, make nine negates, but it, it's a really good control deck right now, and I think people are sleeping on it, and I think it could honestly go up to the 1.5 eventually. And our final, Salomon Great. Man, there's so much to say. This is going to be my first unpopular opinion. Oh, man. Do I really put it in D? I don't really think it's that bad. It's below Pride of Plant, though. Salad right now is not good. Um... Maybe when the ban list comes out and they give you a little bit more steam, maybe. But right now, it's just not good. It's just... Honestly, there's a lot of better decks you could play right now. I mean, I know the deck's cheap, and I know it has a fan base. And I respect your fan base for, like, every every format trying to make this deck good. But right now, I don't know. I think the only reason it topped in, like... Uh, was it Guadalajara or... Was it was it Mexico that it topped? Let me check. Yes, I think a lot of that comes with understanding. Oh wow, yeah, I think a lot of that comes with understanding that it's a little bit more of a poor area, and it's a lot like they're going to be playing. They kind of create their own meta as uh, I think. Chris Lofton or someone on Twitter was talking about, they kind of create their own meta. So, I mean, Salomon Great is a really good deck, 
but in a new meta like ours, it's it's not cutting the cake. It's it's still for me it's the lowest of the rogue. Honestly, if you want to play a cybers deck, play Adagnister or Code Talkers or there's like plenty of other cybers. Libromancer. I mean Libromancer is not going to be anywhere near salad, but I mean it's going to be more fun probably. <laughs> But, I mean, if you're going to play a Cybers deck right now, Code Talkers just got Heat Soul. I would go to Code Talkers, Adding Nister, anything. Just not Salomon Great. I mean, I think it's still worth picking up a core right now, if you can, because the deck always seems to pop up, like, randomly in, like, YCS tops and stuff. Because, I mean, the deck is so grindy. But the thing for me right now is it loses to a D shifter and it loses to a lot of other like meta calls right now. So I think Salad Salad is one of those decks that can fit in any of the categories in any different format. But I think in this format right now, it's just it's just giving me rogue. I I want I almost did D, but I'm gonna give it a rogue. I'm I'm gonna give you Salad and Great fans out there a little bit of peace of mind. But that's all I have for you today. I need you to follow my Twitter at KillerMetaYGO. I post shit. Just just follow it. It's cool. Do it for me. Um, but I think that's all I got for you. So thank you guys. I'm gonna be posting a question down below. Make sure to answer it, and I will shout out some answers next week. So bye bye, and remember. Kill them meta people.